Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. You're listening to Money FM and time for Mind Your Business on our breakfast show with Lin Lifu and Ryan Huang. Ryan, how many pairs of jeans do you own? I see you're wearing a pair right now. Nah. Guess what? Just one. <laughs> one. And I wear it out until it's you know, worn. And mm, okay. guess what? I don't wash it a lot too. Well, our C-suite guest today, he owns over 40 pairs of Levi's jeans. I have probably three pairs. Now, that's a lot more than me, really, for over 40 pairs. Our guest today hails from South Africa. And six years ago, he decided to move his family of five from their established life in Cape Town to begin. In a brand new chapter in Singapore. Yeah, you expect someone from Levi's to be owning a wardrobe of Levi's, right? So he has worked in a few companies and his first job was as a demand planner or forecaster with a multinational brewing and beverage company for close to three years before he joined Levi's in 2003 and he has not looked back since. Yes, uh, he rose through the ranks from strategic planning director to the man in charge of the East Asia Pacific Division, including Southeast Asia, Japan, Korea, Australia and New Zealand. And despite juggling immense professional obligations, his unwavering commitment as a devoted family man and uh, you know his role as a father to three children takes top priority as well and without further ado let's welcome him to our show good morning new help hazelman thanks for having me lynn and ryan and yeah. just just to put you at ease um when i started working for levi's 20 years ago i only owned one pair of jeans myself so. <laughs> all right and a big shout out to Danielle, Jean, and also Newhall, uh, your children. So, are they listening in right now? Um, probably. My daughter is with my wife in the car now, so she's probably listening. <laughs> All right, so you own over, I believe, 40 pairs of jeans. Are you more a button fly or a zipper guy? Um, uh, interesting question. Good question. Um, but I am a 501 guy, so it has to be button fly. Although, I was quoted in an interview, I think a year ago, saying that my most favorite pair was a 1954 LVC, which is a Levi's vintage collection pair of 501s, which is actually one of the only zipper fly 501s wow. around. So, but ultimately, I'm a 501 butterfly ah, okay, guy. Okay, okay. Yeah, 40 pairs, I imagine you've got your own favorites. Uh, so, that's a huge collection. I'm very curious to find out. You went from a beverage company to a fashion company. How did that happen? Yeah, then it's um, been a while. Um, but when I was a, a forecaster, demand forecaster at that time for, for the company um, called Estelle, um, you, when you work with numbers and you need to forecast future trends, what we often used to do was sit down with the, with the sales and the marketing groups to understand the consumer segments, of course, of those particular brands. Because mm-hmm. we were not just selling beverages, you were selling brands to consumers that connect. And, and so the transition to Levi's, of course, you know, moving to a brand of 170-year leg- legacy certainly um, elevated that whole connection with consumers and, and brand experience. And so I think from that perspective, it was quite an easy transition. Yeah, so you've been in Levi's for quite some time. So maybe you can share with us, um, I guess, a fun fact or lesser-known detail about Levi's jeans that not a lot of people might know about. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't know if this is a fun fact, mm. but it is pretty <laughs> significant to think about that, you know, Levi's, 
Strauss and Company was the inventor of the blue jean. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty that's big right. thing, right? Today, um, I think anybody with a with a cupboard in their home with clothes in there would have a pair of jeans mm-hmm. in there, and it's part of, of of life today. It's not even a, a fashion trend. It is is such an iconic piece of clothing, and to be the inventor of that product, I think is a pretty cool claim. So, is that what made you stay at Levi's, one company for two decades till today? Um, I think it's a part of it, uh, Lynn. Um, but I, w- I think you'll find when you speak to most uh, people with long tenure at, at Levi's, mm. they will talk about the values of the company. We're a company with extremely strong values when it comes to uh, sustainability and caring about the community uh, within the company and without the company. And I think a lot of people resonate with that. Yeah, I wonder as well, how has the company changed over the years? It's been around for a long time. And over the years, you've got, I guess, tastes changing, consumer patterns also changing. What have you noticed over the past few years? Yeah, look, uh, fashion trends uh, are, are cyclical in nature. You know, uh, styles from the past come back. And I think you, Levi's is so uniquely positioned. We got fits for, for everyone. Although we do try to uh, bring in contemporary pieces for young consumers. So right now, if you guys might be aware, our, our 501 fit that we just spoke about is uh, 150 years old. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a pretty big milestone. And we, we try to appeal to a younger consumer audience here in East Asia, uh, we found that we almost doubled that business, which means wow. that young people are wearing 501s. And in fact, it is a trend right now. A straight leg jeans is really on trend. And so we're very well positioned to capitalize on that. So tell us, since you are trying to reach out to the younger consumers, how are you actually doing that? You know, young people are always on their phones. So you need to, it's not just what you say, but where you say it. So mm. yes, digital is a big part of it. Um, but also the, the type of clothes that they like to wear. You know, mm. If you look at me, I just told you I like to wear my 501s, mm-hmm. you know, probably a more classy consumer, but they're into more baggier trends, more oversized tops. And that's another part of our challenge is to be a lifestyle brand. You know, we're known as, as a bottoms denim brand, but we really want to appeal to consumers as a lifestyle brand, which means more tops, more product for women, being that, that all top to body solution for consumers. And more popular ambassadors as well. I heard New Jeans is uh, one of your ambassadors now. Yeah, you know, it's a learning for me as well. This part of the world, K-pop is a huge Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Korea has really been so successful in exporting many things, Korea, uh, out broader, just not just in Asia, but globally. And so we're very excited about new jeans. That's, as you said, is an avenue for us to really speak to a younger, younger consumers and been very effective for us. We've been speaking with Newholt Hazelman, Managing Director and Senior Vice President of East Asia Pacific at Levi Strauss and Company. Now, Newholt, how do you balance your time between work and personal life, especially as a leader in a global company like Levi's? Do you have any advice for others who are also trying to achieve that work-life balance? Yeah, Alan, I think people do it different ways. Some people try to separate their personal and, and work life. For me, it's not like that. Interestingly, when I joined the company on 1st of July in 2003, my first son was born in, on the 30th of oh. December 2003. So, so all my kids were born and grew up during my time at Levi's. And so my family and work was sort of something that grew together. And I'm one of those type of people that don't really separate those things. My kids used to come to the office with me and I would be working weekends. And so it's a part of life for both of us. Um, So my kids know me as the Levi's guy and, (laughs) and, and it's a pretty cool thing to be. And so, yeah, I try to not to separate the two, but to incorporate the two. Yeah, I think there's a challenge for many people, especially coming out of the pandemic, having to transition from work from home where they've got boundaries being blurred. Now they've got to figure out how to manage time now, especially family time. 
what's your advice to those who are trying to achieve that work-life balance? How do you, you know, make sure you have enough time for everything? Yeah, you know, I think COVID has taught us many things. Um, it has made a huge impact on the workplace. Uh, you know, if you didn't know what video conferencing or Zoom calls were before, I guess everybody's life is now very much part of that. I'm actually trying to get away from some of those things, trying to get back to face-to-face time. For me, that's very valuable when it comes to kids, when it comes to work. And so my advice would be try to connect with your colleagues uh, face-to-face, try to connect with consumers face-to-face, try to connect with your family face-to-face. I think that's something that uh, COVID has um, has sort of impacted our our lives uh, a bit. All right, let's talk about sustainability now. It is a major concern for many industries, definitely including the fashion industry. How do you personally reconcile this issue, both in your personal life and as a business leader at Levi's? Yeah, look, um, the apparel industry facing a huge crisis on overconsumption. Uh, for Levi's, we're trying to be part of, of the solution. We always try to find new ways to, to produce, to source, uh, but also to innovate, to use less energy and water. I think personal learning for me is to choose quality over quantity. I think that's the first one. we the exact opposite of fast fashion. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is to focus on, I mean, our, as a company, we focus on climate and consumption. So water consumption, I think, is a big one. One of the things that we have learned that a lot of the water consumption happens at the user end. So for consumers out there, how many times you put your pair of jeans in the washing machine, it's got a huge impact on water usage. So I think it's well well documented and well discussed how many times you should wash your pair of jeans. My advice would be as needed, <laughs> whether that's once a year or twice a year, or, but as needed. All right. I wonder as well, what's next for you in your career as you go about the future for Levi's? You know, it's already 150 years for the 501. What can I expect in the next years? Well, I think it's a fact that Levi's will probably be there for another 150 years. I'm, I'm not too sure that I'm going to see that next, the next birthday. But um, yeah, I think we all want to grow. We want to personally grow. Uh, we want our teams to grow and want the company to grow. So I'm pretty positive about Asia business, the East Asia Pacific business in particular. We have a lot of growth opportunities ahead of us. So yeah, uh, trying to make a big impact on this part of the world mm. is what I'll be focusing on. All right. Now we've got a bit of a time to... That's right. Before we let you go, let's play a quick game with Mark. Multiple choices. Why are jeans called jeans? Um, I guess it's in our jeans. <laughs> <laughs> well, the word jeans comes from a tool cotton fabric called Genoa Fustian, often used to make durable workwear. Wow. All right, I've got a question that's probably easier for you. Mm-hmm. What year was the iconic Levi's 501 style first introduced? So it's either 1850, 1873 or 1925. I think the company started in 1853 and the five hundred eighteen seventy three, 1873, right? That's yeah, right. Yeah, I got it right. So what is the purpose of the little pocket in the front pocket of jeans? Is it a tissue pocket or is it a coins pocket? Is it a watch pocket? I think it was originally designed to be a coin pocket. No, no? it's a watch pocket. Watch. Good wow. guess, good guess. Wow. But uh, back in the 18, 1800s, cowboys used to wear their watches and chains and kept them in their waistcoats. So to keep them from getting broken, Levi's introduced this small pocket where they could keep their watch. Isn't that interesting? All right, here's another fun one, uh, Nuhot. So who were jeans originally designed for? Military men, cowboys, or construction workers? Construction workers. That is a good guess, but I uh, am going to go with cowboys here. Cowboys, Because back yes. in the day, you remember Levi's was around during the gold mining times, and that was when cowboys were around. Uh, I think they were catching to us there. Anyway, one last one before we go. Where does the word denim fabric come from? Denmark, Nigeria, 
or it's a French word, Nimbs? Which one? Wow. Um, I'll go with your third choice. That's right. It's the French city of Nimbs. Uh, it was first produced there and was originally called the Search the Nimbs. The word denim is an English colloquialism of the French term denim. All right, thank you very much for playing the game with us and for sharing your journey with us. Newhout Hazelman, Managing Director and Senior Vice President, East Asia Pacific at Levi Strauss and Company. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.